I'm Gash. And I'm Liz. And welcome to Their, Their Tropes, Tropes Battled for Dominance. <laughs> I think One that was really fucking bad. That was, that was probably worse than the last few times we've attra- attempted it, but... Um, we did it a little quicker, though, even though it was I, really yes, bad. it was really bad, but... We'll, we'll get it. Like, one of these days, it's just going to click, and we're going to be like, oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay. Um, how was your week, Gabs? Anything um, interesting? Well, I just, uh, as you know, Liz, because she was here for the last part of it, I just finished, uh, well, I'm not finished, but I'm in the middle of booking a flight to California next month for a wedding, and I'm vaccinated. My boyfriend will be vaccinated by the time um, we're going, uh, so before anyone says anything, and obviously, you know, we're going to follow restrictions, wear a mask anyways, etc. Um, but... He told me they're on date for leaving, so I booked the wrong thing. So I'm in the, waiting for two hours now for Delta to call me back, and um, so I can cancel the flight and book the correct one. And we're changing the airport, and so it's just it's a whole mess. And now it's also going to be twice as expensive because we're I'm just going a little bit feral. Yeah. Um, and then the other news is that I'm going home, flying home at the end of the month for Passover, which is uh, the 27th, I believe. So I'm flying home a day or two before that, and then staying with my family in Georgia. Um, until, uh, the 11th, then we're coming back here for, um, some sightseeing in the cod in Plymouth, in the cod in the Cape in Plymouth, because <laughs> uh, my mom wants to go and, uh, we'll hang out, do some history tours because my dad and I are both into that. Mm-hmm. And, um, then we're, uh, yeah, then they leave and like literally the next day we were going to fly out basically. So it's going to be a very busy month. For you and I are going to need to get some backlog uh, episodes. Yes, done. definitely. Um, but we'll see. Um, I'm also presenting um, my presentation while I'm at home, so that'll be fun. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a whole lot going on. What about you, Liz? <laughs> uh, Sunday, I got my first vaccination shot, Woo! and I was freaking dead, man. Yeah. I was so sick. Wait, which uh, one did you get? Pfizer. Okay. I had a really bad reaction to the first shot, and I was sick Monday, and I was a bit better yesterday, but still sick. Mm. Um, I'm mostly entirely better, but you know, Mm -hmm. so luck a chance. You know, you could have nothing, you could have something. So yeah, I um, I really poorly to Moderna's. So yeah, I spent all of Monday in bed. And I got really into Teen Wolf, finally. <laughs> She's been texting me updates about it. Um, of Gabs, I'm already on season two, which is, like, a big deal, because, like, I don't binge shows. Right. So, I, I remember I binged Teen Wolf. I, I haven't watched it in a long it's time. So, I think I got to, like, the CG is so four. bad. It's it so is. dramatic. It really it's is. so good. It's um, actually atrocious. It's so bad, but it's so, it's, like, so fun. And it just, like... Because, so, like, as many, as I've said many times, I was really into Maze Runner, mm-hmm. and Teen Wolf and Maze Runner had a huge overlap in fandom because of Dylan O'Brien. Mm-hmm. So I saw so much, like, Teen Wolf stuff over, all, like, all over my dash. So, like, just, like, remembering screenshots, I'm like, damn, this reminds me of when, like, I was in, like, late middle school, early high school. Aww. So it's just, like, it's nostalgic, and I'm like... Damn, I really wish I watched this week to week when it was coming out because this would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm having a great time watching it now. Um, yeah, oh. I always mixed up um, fucking Dylan O'Brien and Logan Lerman. Why? They they look so different. I don't know why. Neither just look similar. <laughs> no, they do- not at all. <laughs> you forget, Liz, that like I just I 
I'm more attracted to women, so it's easier for me to tell women apart. But mostly, especially white men, like, I just genuinely, I cannot tell them apart half the time. I, you know, like, I, I will agree sometimes, but I don't think the two of them look alike at all. I don't know why, I just always mix them up. <laughs> okay. They don't even have, the, they have, like, completely different haircuts in the show. I don't know, I just always mix <laughs> them up. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I, um, Styles is super, super funny. I yes. love him. Relate a lot to him. I remember when fucking Scott's actor was in the music video with Halsey. Which music video? Um, uh, the one about oh fuck, is it the colors one? <gasps> blue. Is it the one where it's like actually? Oh, it turns out she's actually in love with the dad. Yeah, that's blue. Yeah, he plays. He plays the like. I love how I immediately knew that. <laughs> yeah, I was really into Halsey. You know, before. Oh, like, that Rish, album! You know? I was obsessed with. Yeah. I saw her on tour with Imagine Dragons when I was, like, 15, and I was mm-hmm. really into her. I got all my friends into her about, like, six months before she became, like, really big, thanks to Tumblr. Yes. Um, so I was really into her, and then I just stopped following her. Like, after, yes. after Badlands, I just, I never followed her again. Yeah, talking about my crush on Evan Peters, she was on Tumblr with a crush on Evan Peters and then actually dated him. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, she lived her Tumblr dream. Damn. Uh, I'm glad you've been enjoying Teen Wolf. Um, yeah, um, I I, I think it's I think it's gonna be like, you know how like I, I have like my obsessions, uh, yeah. like uh, hyperfixations. Yeah, yeah. I think this is gonna be the next one. Um, I have definitely not been looking on Etsy. Do you remember the the sweatshirts that were really really popular yeah. and they were like the lacrosse sweatshirts with yeah. their last names and numbers on the back? Yeah. I'm definitely not looking into getting one of those. <laughs> I don't think I would because I'm like, I don't think I could emotionally bring myself to wear it out, but I really want I one. I just remember that, like, I was watching Teen Wolf back when I was actually a lacrosse player. And granted, yeah. women's lacrosse are, like, basically two different sports, but I would get so mad at the goalie in all the lacrosse scenes because, like, they just, like, weren't, like playing the way goalies should play like they just weren't in the proper stance and i mean goalieing isn't too different in those two sports so like i would always just get really mad and my friend shelby who was my co-goalie um when i was younger also watched it so like she <laughs> would bond with me and i'd be like be like they, they can't play and she's like i know they all suck at lacrosse and i'm like and i would just, we'd get so mad at the show yeah like, bad <laughs> But yeah, I I was joking with my friend Allie, because I remember I, I really started watching it because right before the pandemic really hit, we were talking, and mm-hmm. she was like, oh, I was really into Teen Wolf, and I was like, oh, I, I liked, I, I had, like, blah, 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 like, with Maze Runner, and she goes, I know, I don't trust people that liked Maze Runner and not Teen Wolf, and I was oh, like, damn. damn, I gotta watch Teen Wolf now, I guess. Does she have some history behind that? No, 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 I think she was just joking. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was messing around. Um, and I was like, we, sh- I, I want to have like a Tumblr, like 2010s party when the pandemic is over. Everyone yes! wears like flower crowns. Oh my God. Really should. You can get like, uh, get one of those shirts. Like, like you remember where it's like, you're, you're not, you're not blank. Like, like, you know, it's like, you're not Harry Styles. Like, you oh know, like God. those kind of shirts. Yes, yes. Galaxy print leggings, baby. Bands. of everything. When I was in ninth grade for Halloween, I dressed up like sixth grade me which was, like, when I first got into anime. So I oh, my more, God. Like, um, Meta. a Miku shirt 
and I carried my cosplay sword around with me and like had my hair in pigtails and like um purposely didn't wear makeup and it was it was, it was very fun yeah uh, like that sort of thing but one year I was so um yeah I didn't do anything fun like that I think the most fun year I, I dressed up for Halloween me and my friends were uh, black bill brides <laughs> and we just literally wore like Black Bill Bride shirts and like skinny jeans Wait, and just... fake piercings, and we were Black Bill Brides. Was, I just remember the worst part of what I was saying. What? Um, I was volunteering at my neighborhood's Halloween party that year at the bounce house, and um, there was this uh, so there's this dad who had moved to America like a couple Wait, years Wait, that's this story? Have I were you dressed? Uh, you told me this story. Were you dressed up as. Your your weeb self. I guess no. <laughs> that makes this so much worse. Listen, <laughs> it could have been worse. At least I wasn't wearing a wig or anything. That made this so much worse, Gabs. Um, so for you guys, basically, um, this dad, this Japanese dad, had moved into our neighborhood a few years prior for work, and he just moved his like two three-year-old daughter um and wife over and both of them like didn't speak english very well um so like you know they would just communicate to each other in japanese and like my self being three years into anime thought oh i know enough japanese to communicate with them oh no (laughs) where it comes from me i just want you guys all to know that i was like 13 or 14 around this time uh i think i was like 14 so please don't come for me. Um, but the kid's bouncing in the bounce house, and I, uh, she's like screaming, having fun like little kids do, and I just go yatta ne, and I'm like, oh, that's so, it's like you know, it's fun, yay, like you know, just like an expression of excitement because that's yeah. like basically the extent of what I knew. Yes, <laughs> where it's like you know, that's 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 innocent enough. It's right, like a one right, little like, thing. I wasn't trying to you know communicate in Japanese. Like I wasn't trying to be like yeah, 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 yeah it was yeah. genuinely like just a like oh like you're like three i hope you're having fun the kid yeah. screams uh, something like okasan and then it's like the only word i recognized was ona and nihongo so it's something about woman japanese like she's yeah. pointing towards me so i'm like she's trying to say that that woman and so i, I was able to understand that at least where she's like that woman tra- speaks japanese and i was like oh no um, oh no I, I spoke one word please <laughs> i'm like i gave a phrase of enjoyment i don't know anything else but and, to uh, be fair she's like a kid so she's like right, oh my god right, right. Yeah. i think it was more just like the culture shock like wow someone who's not also japanese is speaking to me in japanese in this foreign country that i've only been here a few months in so yeah. the dad comes up to me and it was like you speak japanese and of course my dad is hanging out with me at that point this is like five oh, minutes later yeah so yeah. he's like oh you speak japanese and my dad and before i can say anything and keep in mind too i hadn't really picked up those words from anime so much because at that time i still watched mostly english stuff i was i'd actually picked it all up from um my favorite band scandal because at that point i'd been into them for about a year or two years so like I had, like, I listened to their music so much that I was able to identify some words and phrases because of looking at the lyrics and stuff. And, um, so before I could answer that, my dad goes, oh yeah, she loves anime. <laughs> oh, he was probably like, this fucker, this weeaboo. <laughs> he literally comes over and he's like, oh, you speak Japanese? I mean, do you babysit? Like, you know, like, he was hoping to find a babysitter who would, like, make his kid comfortable and be able to communicate with her. And, and my dad just goes, oh yeah, she loves anime. And I was like... 
dad. Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> and at that point, I was finally becoming self-aware of, like, the whole, like, oh, people weeaboo like thing. weeaboos, yeah. you know, I'm a weeaboo. And so mm-hmm. I was, like, so embarrassed, and the dad just kind of goes, uh-huh, and then, like, changes the topic. <laughs> yeah. Nothing, <laughs> hey, if it at least makes you feel bad, uh, when my dad was, uh, you know, he was working with, um, the... Mm-hmm. Uh, spent, uh, like doing like essentially security f- with the um for the prime minister of Korea's wife with like her like you know bodyguards or whatever. Mm-hmm. Basically, my dad goes to them, him and like I think like two other like important figureheads from there, from Korea. He goes, oh yeah, my daughter loves that K-pop stuff, and I was like, no, <laughs> why would you do this? Why would you embarrass me like that to people who are important figureheads from Korea? Why? I mean, I will say, on the bright side, they probably took that as a good thing, because they're like, oh, our Korean influence has spread, but, like... (laughs) I was... I was just... My dad told me, he was, like, he was, like, so excited to tell me. I was, like, I was so mortified. Right? Enough on our parents oversharing our interests. Yes. Um, in ways that we can't control. Control, yes. Um, yeah. It's painful. So, Liz, um... Anything else before we start? No, I think we're good. So, a fun little side note, similar to last week, because um, we ended up having to record and dash, basically. Neither of us know what the other picked until right now where I'm looking at Liz's screen because she's going first. Um, So, Liz, why don't we get started? Um, So, I picked Punky You, baby! Do you know anything about Punky You Gaps? Just um, how big the art edits were when we were the kids, and they're coming back. Yeah! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but, like, I always remember, and they would always tag them as, like, goth, and I'm like, these, these aren't goth. These, these aren't goth. Punk. Yeah. But, like, um, where everyone would just, like, edit, like, Disney princesses to be, you know, yeah. hipster, punk, whatever. And apparently they're coming back, because, like, Boku no Hero has, like, a big surge in them, and Attack on Titan yeah. has a big surge in them. I'm like, I think that's so funny, because Attack on Titan used to get them back then, when we were Back kids, in the day, baby. And now they're getting yeah. them again. Again. Yeah, oh, I'll, I'll mention Attack on Titan later, oh, no. actually. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Um, so I was really into, really big into Punk AU, because uh, this was were. popular around, yeah, around the time we were, like, in the middle of, like, high school, well, you know, you early. also listened to punk music, right? I was going to say, yeah, I was I was a scene kid. I listened to punk, emo, screamo music, whatever. So, like, this was very much my scene, and to see it included in fandoms I like, I was super into, you know, seeing characters edited to dress kind of how I was dressing. I was very much a Hot Topic kid. Mm. My mom let me get the fringe. My mom let me wear the God. two-tone jeans. I'm so angry. I, that's all I wanted. My mom never let me. You know, at least you don't have the embarrassing photos. They're now. not embarrassing, Liz. They're a work of art. <laughs> Thank you. I'm happy you appreciate that. I love scenes. You don't understand. Um, but so, yeah. So, uh, this was very much my kind of scene, because, like, I like this stuff. So <laughs> Scene. <laughs> okay um so punky is essentially a category of fan fiction that includes parts of punk subculture and so usually this is combined with another trope so the punk is usually just like the secondary trope of it and i usually almost always see it in like high school i use mm-hmm. a lot in high school i use personally at least back in the day 
or that might have been because in high school I was only reading really I, high school I, 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 was gonna say, I think that's more just because you were only consuming but this this time. did this article did mention like high school AU really like specifically so because I yeah. I honestly like didn't usually see it much in fan the like fan fics unless it was to do with like band AUs or like, yeah pop there th- yeah there is like a big band AU but portion I, I of always it. saw it more so in the art yeah um yeah so i i said like the as you were talking like this was really popular in fan art and fan fiction mm-hmm. but also was super popular in cosplay like you know yes i totally forgot about that people would literally have like full punk princess disney groups Gr- yep that's like, that was... the exact one that Is came really? to mind for me yeah <laughs> i love that because that's that's what i always think of when i right. think of like the punk yes, groups i because... literally always think of people like at making elsa emo like yeah oh my goodness that's like i feel like this was just so consistential to like my fandom experience in high school because like i I loved it it was tumblr experience yeah and it was it was just so close near and dear to my heart because i was also just involved in like more alternative like Mm -hmm. subcultures in general so the two colliding was just perfect for me so there are three subcategories of punk au so the first subcategory is all punk AU, where all or most of the characters in the fic are punk. Mm-hmm. Um, usually if there is a non-punk character, they're usually, like, a minor character, or they're used for, like, to sh- for, like, the punk characters show their, like, attitude to, you know, right, be, like, right. rowdy, you know? <laughs> um, and so this, this fic usually focuses, um, on, like, it doesn't focus on, like, the characters as much as it does, like about like punk culture and punk subculture and like mm-hmm. what they do within it you know mm-hmm. whatever um and this is like usually popular for fandoms where there's specific groups of characters and or one direction <laughs> this and is really popular one for direction. one direction i feel like because <laughs> i don't want to be like i don't want to put them in as like a group of characters because they're real people <laughs> right no i I will, like, I honestly have to, at this point, treat any fan work that's, like, of, you know, like, say, BTS or One Direction. Like, I, at yeah. this point, genuinely do treat it as characters. Just because, like, they're so not, I can't like, the read people. them because they make, because they're either. real people. Right, I can't they're read real them people, either, but I'm saying when, when, like, I think of them, I genuinely don't associate them with the real yeah. people. Because I'm, like, they're so far removed from what those people yeah. are actually like in real life. Yeah. Probably. And also, I've never yeah. met any of them, but. Yeah. Um, I said, like, yeah, also this can be put under punk band AU, so punk band AU is usually an all-punk AU. Tie-in, baby! Um, so the one punk AU is where there's one character that's punk, and the rest are kind of left as their canon selves. For a second, when you said that, I thought you were going to say, like, it's a One Direction-specific punk AU, and I was like, oh my god. One Direction renames themselves to one punk yeah, you know it, baby. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, this is usually... So this usually focuses not on punk subculture, but the conflicts and the contrasts uh, from, like, the one punk character to all of the other characters or their love interest. Mm-hmm. So usually, like, they'll clash or it's, like, you know, bad boy, girl next door, like, trope kind of thing mm-hmm. that's popular in fiction. Um, really great. Um, and... Actually, these tropes usually aren't really tagged as, like, punk AU, but usually they'll have, like, the specific character, like, tagged. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, you know what it'd be like? It'd be like when they have, like, the trope and then the exclamation mark and the character's name. 
like in the tags. Oh yeah, like like punk exclamation point Mark. Elsa. Yeah. I don't know why Elsa's so the, one, the only one that keeps coming to mind. For well, me. one another one that's popular is <laughs> Bucky. Uh-huh. <laughs> Marvel Liz. Haha. <laughs> that's surprised actually. That fits him. It it makes a lot of sense actually. Yeah. Um and this this like one punk thing is popular in high school I use. Yes. And then another super classic pastel and punk you. Which is what I loved. I freaking loved this shit. This was my bread and butter. That's literally like the fucking soft hard lesbian trope. Yes. So this is the this is like a specific sub subgenre of the one punk AU where one half of the pairing is punk and the other one is like quote unquote pastel, so they dress in like pastel colors. Right. Not to be confused with pastel goth, because they're not pastel goth. They're just yeah. like pastel, like oh, cutesy like, fun. Like Puffy on a Yumi, I feel like is such a good example. Yeah. Yeah. And so this you this most likely stems from the recent popularity of pastel aesthetics at the time of this like trope creation. Yes. Um specifically pastel goth was really popular, I remember. I wanted to be pastel goth so fucking bad, man. That was my favorite shit. Um <laughs> and so this um this was really popular in role reversal fix, where characters would take opposite quote-unquote opposite roles that they would typically take in fanon mm-hmm. um the specific trope this gives is from dan and phil <laughs> so the fandom oh no um and so in these fics usually dan would be the pastel one and phil would be the punk one which is like completely opposite of how they actually are because usually dan's the one that dresses in like complete black and is the more the one that's like existential crises and such mm-hmm. and phil is usually the one that dresses in like colors and is colorful and is like really happy so it oh. really just complete role reversal i did not usually read the role reversal ones for me i really was into pastel punk jean marco john marco mm-hmm. <laughs> that was my favorite shit uh, ever would i I'm tell you gonna choose not to comment why <laughs> Are you gonna say? Of course it was. Yes. You know, predictable. You know, I literally hate this. You know that meme that's been going around on TikTok. That's like, oh, like as someone who liked sprinkles when I was a kid, I really appreciate this. You look like a sprinkles guy. What the fuck's that supposed to mean? Literally every that's... time you talk, Liz, that's exactly what I think of. <laughs> I don't mean to be. I'm sorry. It's not a bad thing. You're just predictable. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It just means that, like, you're like, oh, I used to be really into Diabolic Lovers. And I'm like, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Even I was talking with uh, Lauren, who's, like, my friend, um, about Big Time Rush, and uh-huh. she literally goes, oh yeah, were you into James? And I was like, fuck you! <laughs> First of all, that's your type. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I was so into Kendall, and uh, Kendall's still a good guy, so. I don't know what that means. I'm surprised I was so into Kendall as a kid, because, like, I hate cheaters and always have, and he literally cheated, so, like, yeah. why was I get so into him? <laughs> he was cute. He was cute. James was I... in- uh, Logan Rakuta, though, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Have you seen Logan now? He's on TikTok and he's so Yes, hot. he is. Oh my god, he has like tattoos and he everything. He literally like has like a full body sleeve, basically. Oh like, my he's god. so attractive. Like, I'm so excited though that it's coming back on Netflix. Yes, I agree. We love, we love Big Time Rush here, okay? Mm-hmm. Um... So the 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 fic Sorry, the I ch- <laughs> the fic I chose for this week due to my recent love of Teen Wolf is a steric fic, of course you know yes. gotta gotta get into it. And so this is like a punk ex hipster AU, mm. and it's a role reversal. So Derek is a hipster and Styles is punk, which is complete opposite of what it you would you would typically think it would be. You know yes. Because Derek's more like the the badass one that dresses in leather and shit, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, This is definitely a fic that you can tell was probably written by someone, you know, like, I want to say younger, but not like, this wasn't their first fic, but you can tell, like, there's still, like, a younger writer. Yes. You know what I mean? I know what you're saying. Like, it's it's just, it's not as polished as other works. Yes. And um, it is explicit at the end. Oh, okay. Noted. Noted. Um, yes, um, we're reading a snippet of Their Generation Steam Heat by Larry underscore H-Y Sterics. <laughs> so okay. you can tell, you can tell probably the age just by that. Um, I think only Derek and Styles talk in this parts I chose. Okay. Um, it's from Derek's perspective. So like, I'll read for Derek again and you can read for Styles. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Are you sure yeah. you don't want me? Oh, wait, it's from Derek's perspective. Yeah, it's literally okay, from Derek's okay. perspective, so I have to. Yes. <laughs> You're like, Liz, are you sure you don't you want don't me want to? my deep, deep you... voice? <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Derek doesn't understand why he's at the stupid show anyway. Well, he knows why. It's his job, but still. There's too many bodies in the, in the small club, too many people. People ranging ranging from ages 16 to 25 that are covered in tattoos, piercings, and an overwhelming amount of sweat. As someone who has gone to those shows, yes. Yeah. Derek is essentially, like, (laughs) hipster who writes for, like, a newspaper. Okay. We'll hear a little bit more about it. Seriously, it fucking smells like raging hormones. Derek wouldn't be caught dead in here if it wasn't for the new manager at the newspaper. I love the newspaper. You you can really tell when they they don't put, like, the thought into it. They're just like... The newspaper. You can just tell this person wanted to get straight to the porn. Yes. Um, <laughs> the newspaper he works for, writes for, and is his, manage- and is his, his manager a bitch. It doesn't help that Derek slept with her back when she was just an editor. How was he supposed to know Yikes. that she'd become his boss one day? Very Hell, he was too drunk to realize that Kate Argent was the previous owner's daughter, the previ- previous owner's daughter of Argent News. That yeah. didn't make grammatical no, sense, but sure. Make a whole lot of sense. But sense. Let's keep going. We we keep going. Also, for the record, Liz is reading like word for word. She's not just making mistakes. Like this is yes, written. like I usually do. <laughs> it, it also, in my defense, I did look up this fic at like ten, like ten thirty in the morning while we were in one of our classes. Oh my! Wait, like today. <laughs> Yeah, I told you we, we had during a, we had a, like, during senior period. project. Yeah, they were like, she was like, "Oh, work on what you want." And so I text Gabs. I'm like, "Why the fuck would we have to come in then?" Yeah. I'm doing my script for the podcast <laughs> now. Then I, I wrote my script the other day because we originally were going to record Monday, and I'm going to push it back because Liz was sick. So um, I just literally laid in bed and like 
scrolled through Reddit. He's not perceptive. Sue him. But anyway, Derek never called her back, so of course, of course, Case sends him to some rowdy punk concert for a local band so he can write a review. Oh, is Styles he- in the band? Yes! <laughs> all, of, all of the boys are in the band. Um, he had tried to argue with her, saying he didn't know anything about punk music. Not enough to write a decent and fair review anyway. Kate had diminished him, saying that Derek and his stu- Huh? Kate had dismissed. Oh my god, what did I say? Diminished? <laughs> I'm like, she wiped him off the face of the earth? <laughs> I'm gonna kill myself. I think I literally have a problem with speaking. I think it's just when you're reading, like, long passages like this, which is fair. Okay. It just means you should never be a voice actor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kate had dismissed. I almost said dim- diminished again. <laughs> Dismissed him, saying that Derek and his stupid tattoos would let him fit would let him fit in just fine. Fuck her. Not yeah. literally. He'd already yeah. done that and he realized there's probably a reason he usually went for guys. Oh, we stand a bisexual king. Yes, we do. Um some scrawny kid with gauges the size of Derek's fist comes onto stage announcing that the wolves and Little Red, the main act for tonight, are about to take stage. Wait, what are your and, thoughts on gauges, Liz? Um, small gauges are hot as fuck. Okay. I don't know. I just something like no offense if you like gauges, good for you. Like, you know, keep wearing them. And like I'm never gonna tell someone that I like to their face I don't like them or whatever, but like for some reason they just really speed me out, like all sizes. They just make me like wildly uncomfortable. And it's not like I have trypophobia or anything. Like I'm not scared of them. It's just something about it, like the idea of like skin stretching, just like ugh. Yeah. <laughs> it just weirds me out so much I can't handle it. As I said, um I was really into like alternatives, mm. subcultures, so like super into like emo screamo bands emo youtubers so a lot of them had stretch ears so i found a lot of them really fucking hot um so yeah a lot of them had stretched ears that's where that comes from um but yeah uh an uproar of cheers come from the crowd around him and Derek fights back at scowling at them all instead of pushing at his dark glasses so they uh, instead of pushing at his dark glasses so they slide back into place on the bridge of his nose Jesus, this is much worsely written than when I remember reading it this morning. But, you know, as we always say, good for you for writing, much better than I was doing. I was about to say, like, you know, even if we roast somebody's writing, we're not roasting it out of, like, oh, God, like, we could do better. We couldn't. I I wasn't writing. I don't think I could even write fanfiction, to be totally honest. I have tried so many times. I never finish it. I have, like, an unfinished McAsh fic that I started six months ago. Mm -hmm. Um, I wrote, like, a lot for it like several thousand words and i just haven't touched it since (laughs) so yeah yeah i mean i'm sure this person's also a much better writer now you know you grow as a writer yes with every work Uh, you produce you grow yes the band or so derek assumes since the cheers are getting even louder starts to file out on stage derek hadn't looked into the band to see who they were but he feels like they should have like, he should have because they're not at all what he expected. I will also say, I feel like this is just someone who, like, learned that, like, you could use commas as, like, an aside in a sent- in the middle of a yes, sentence. And it's just using exact, it too much. Yeah, because, like, Using it of, too much. There's a lot of, like, punctuation things. Usually you can do stuff, like, 
comma, comma, comma repeatedly with like phrases if you're like making someone sound like, you know, like super wistful or something. I but think I think it's it, kind of like they just learned how to do it. So yeah. they're like, I can make myself sound super fucking cool. And they're like experimenting with it. Yes, I agree. So that if you guys are confused why Liz is talking like that, again, she is reading word for word. So. Yes. <laughs> I usually read stupidly, but if I'm reading really stupidly, I'll say it. Yes. I'll yell at myself. <laughs> okay. There's a tan skinned kid with floppy brown hair and an uneven jaw with tattoo sleeves covering both his arms that's slinging on a guitar. Another boy grabs a bass with curly brown hair and a vast amount of piercings. The kid behind the keyboard is built like a horse with chocolate colored skin and a thin mohawk on his head. Like a horse. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> sure but they've got nothing on the kid working his way over to, over to the drums oh um, he sells as a drummer okay me too Derek I would also be attracted yes Derek has to stop his mouth from actually falling open at the sight before him pale skin that he wants to bite into almost as much as he wants to lick the tattoo curving at his neck stop I'm on his neck so attracted to drummers his hair That's looks like funny. he just rolled out of bed and he has small gauges in his ears the red shirt he's wearing clings to him like a second skin, rolled up at the sleeve, revealing yet another tattoo on his shoulder. The dark ink contrasting between it and his ivory skin. The boy's got the boy's got a cigarette hanging from his lips as he grabs his drumstick. Derek swallows. I feel like I should cut off here instead of going into more because I think we're over a lot of time. I mean, we we get my- the gist of. Yeah, I will say, have I ever told you, Liz, about um when I met the drummer of my second favorite band? No. So uh, wait, maybe Spire. Yes. So um, for those of you guys that don't know, my favorite band is a Japanese all-girl band named Scandal, and I have a tattoo on my left wrist of their current uh, logo because they mean a lot to me. And um, I got the I uh, got the tattoo right after I bought tickets to meet them in person for the first time when they came to New York the other year. And um, then my second favorite band came to um, Atlanta that same year. So I got to go meet them. And um, because it was at a convention, they did this really cool VIP thing where it wasn't that much money to, like, be able to join, like, a private Q&A session with them. But there's only about, like, 15 of us. It was really cool, really in-depth. And they had a translator. So, like, everything was really smooth. And, um, like, before the questions started, Kenta, the drummer, who was my favorite member of the band... Um, mm-hmm. you know, he's sitting next to the translator, so the translator and I are talking because mm-hmm. I actually had met her before at a different convention in New York, where she translated for another artist, so we mm-hmm. were chatting, and, um, she goes, oh, nice tattoo, and then Kenta said something, and she goes, oh, he asked when you're getting a tattoo for them, and I'm like, stop, um, I'm about to add I that. will for I you. Will. I was like, Kenta, I will get a tattoo you. of you. <laughs> I'll do it for you, baby. I was like, I don't want any more, but I will get one for you. Yes. <laughs> he's so I I understand. I understand. Okay. 
So yeah, Liz, do you think you're going to keep reading punk fix? Um, the thing is, I read them a lot back in the day. It's not that something I necessarily read all the time, mm-hmm. but it is something that comes up within fanfics I already read. I mean, we all know I read a lot of college AU yes. stuffy fix. Yes. And so this is this is kind of popular where it's like the one punk and kind yeah, of I can the see nerd thing or the jock or whatever so if it happens in stucky obviously you're gonna keep reading it yeah (laughs) so i don't even know why i asked (laughs) yeah (laughs) what about you gabs did Um, you 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 don't you didn't really read it though you only really watched like saw fan art that into it i definitely do like the whole like one one punk aesthetic where like someone's like really edgy and alternative and the other one's like super naive innocent like that sort of thing i think that's cute and if it's a band AU, um i would probably read it too yeah but other than that um i don't think it's it's definitely not something like i'm like oh i want to read a punk AU. yeah i feel that okay so um i actually didn't look what did you get assigned this week you said i was gonna really like it i got assigned tentacles yes <laughs> <laughs> well really i got assigned tentacle monster but I was like, I feel like it's fair to just throw tentacles in with that. Yeah, tentacles so, in general. Um, I did a lot of research, as you can see, because there's a lot of oh research. Oh my god. Um, and I have some interesting stories, and I just, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Of course, hands down, I'm going to give you guys a trigger warning, because it's going to be a lot of it is talking about porn. We're not going to read any explicit porn, but we're going to talk about porn, because it's basically just porn. Um, and then a second trigger warning for, um, I am going to mention rape at some point, um, in my like description of it, but not, um, there's no rape in the fix that I chose. Um, not even like at all, like it's not even later on and I didn't show it. Like there's no rape, um, in the fix I used, but you know, I do want to just, um, explain that even though this tag is very well known in hentai obviously uh tentacle rape is extremely common but i don't want to trigger anybody by going into detail about it so i'm gonna give you guys a brief trigger warning anytime it's mentioned and you can skip ahead a few seconds um just to be safe yeah okay so um yeah it's best known in hentai and usually the tentacles uh will restrain the body and put it on display um with voyeurism by another character or another character being also subjected to tentacles, or a hidden character, character or a character controlling the tentacles, or just other tentacles or monsters themselves. Those are all very common tropes. Um, uh-huh. And their tentacles can also be the phallic insertion. Um, yes. Or, or they're just, you know, contained, uh, constraining the person. Mm-hmm. Um, the form of the tentacle monster can be just about anything from a demon, a monster, or a plant, a sea monster. Like, the giant squid in Harry Potter apparently counts as a tentacle monster. Okay. Um, if, you, if you use it as a kink. If you're okay. not using it. So, like, in the same way that, like, fucking uh, Tangela or Tangela, however the hell you pronounce it, in Pokemon, like, or um, Venusaur, I've seen them used as, like, tentacle monsters when they oh, use goodness. them for hentai. Oh, goodness. Yes. <laughs> We're not going to go in-depth in it, though, because pokephilia is, um... Hmm. Childhood ruining for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, okay, so, uh, fun fact. So this is all uh, the history of it, which I learned, which I thought was really interesting, is that the tentacle monster trope gained popularity in the 1990s um, when they animated the famous manga Urotsu Kiroji. Urotsu Kiroji. Um, however... This manga did not feature tentacle porn, um, and it 
but it was uh, written by the same author of Yoju Kiyoshitsu, Demon Beast Invasion, which um, is by the same author, another series that did feature tentacle porn. So, um, and tentacle porn was appealing for like a lot of hentai studios, anime studios, because it allowed them to get around uh, the Japanese censorship laws that prohibited We were fucking demons. right. Right. We like, were fucking right. Like, Did we talk about this? I wonder why. Like, we were I, fucking right. right. So, um, but however, the um, who would the have ja- t- thought we randomly you randomly got assigned like tentacles? Right? I thought I was literally so back to back of me talking about Zeno. Yes, that's crazy. That's so funny. That's what that's why I thought it was so funny. Um, so I'm basically just going more in depth on Zeno. Um, yeah. However, uh, the Japanese erotica that depicts um, sex with monsters and tentacles, etc., long predates the '90s censorship laws. Um, and I found out more information on that thanks Wikipedia. Um, so contemporary censorship in Japan dates back to the Meiji period, which is the mid 1800s to the very early 1900s, um, where, uh, there's a lot of European influence. And because of that, there's a lot of purity, purity movements. So, um, public sexual morality was like a very big, um, like legislative move. So post-World War II, um, and then the Allies also gave a lot of uh, reforms that the government needed, including anti-censorship laws. So um, so what's interesting is that, like, even though they censor pornography, it actually, like, is different than what the country is technically allowed to do, um, which mm-hmm. I thought was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so at present, what's considered obscene is still prohibited, but the the way the term is interpreted has not always been the same because um, uh, genitalia is illegal and until very recently it was also illegal to show pubic hair. Um, There's like different sexual acts that are allowed to be like viewed, which is um, Uh very, it's it's very interesting. I think it's just um, a legal topic that has not been publicly talked about or explored much in Japan, which is why there's so many... It's a little weird to talk. Not to be like it's weird to talk about. I mean, like we're talking about right. it on our fucking well, I, podcast. Well, I, think, I think it's more just it's not common to talk about sex yes. the same way in Japan it, that it is in America. Yeah. I so mean, like even, we have all these even, laws regarding sex, porn, etc. But I mean, even here when we when we talk about it, usually it's people talking. Well, like you would talk about it with your maybe your friends or right. When it's it comes not, up in when yeah. it comes up in legislature, it's usually for stuff like like banning it or putting restrictions yes, on it exactly so, it's usually you know if you're not trying to challenge it's not usually to challenge like let's make it more free you right know? yes so it makes sense that it really wouldn't be brought up because it wouldn't really be brought up in that way here you yes. know unless it was to do the censorship um a fun fact about the tentacle porn industry in japan have they've on a lot of the leaders in the industry have stated that majority of their work was really created to go around the policy of you can't show genitalia because mm-hmm. that way they didn't have to censor the tentacles they only had to censor the vagina and it was a lot easier um you know you didn't have to censor a blowjob on the tentacle because it's it's know, not a tentacle, yeah it's not a penis as long as you don't need the like magic penis, it was fine you don't need the magic pixels or exactly. the white the the bright white bars yes exactly that you That's see in some mangas and um uh Toshio uh, Maeda, Maeda um, who was uh, um, an animator in the field, I believe. Um, I think he animated the uh, manga anime, or sorry, the anime that um, I mentioned briefly before, Uro Tsukidoji, 
he said, um, at the time, pre Urotsukudoji, it was illegal to create a sensual scene in bed. I thought I should do something to avoid drawing such a normal sensual scene. So I just created a teacher. His tentacle is not a penis as a pretext. I could say, as an excuse, this is not a penis. This is just part of the creature. You know, the creatures don't have a gender. A creature is a creature. So it is not obscene. Not illegal. Hell <laughs> yeah, we love his, that shit. That's his entire workaround for it. Which, um, and yeah, I just I thought that was a pretty funny quote to include because literally the king fucking yeah. literally went um, fuck you guys. And then I'm Maeda, doing this. The animator explained that he invented the practice to get around um, the really strict regulations which prohibit the depiction of the penis but apparently did not prohibit showing sexual penetration by a tentacle or a robotic appendage so fuck um, yeah yeah and then um i also wanted to throw it back to how i mentioned um that erotica specifically japanese erotica with tentacle or monsters um it happened a long time before these laws um one of the one of what's thought to be one of the like first pieces of this is called Tako to Ama or Dream of the Fisherman's Wife. Uh, it was made in 1814 and the image is a woman um, who is an ama, which means shell diver, enveloped in the limbs of two octopi. And the mm-hmm. larger of the two, uh, I like the amount of the different ways they, they were saying, like, tentacle monsters. They're like, octopi, yeah. mollus. Um, they're like, the larger of the two octopi uh, is performing cunnilingus on her, while the smaller one, uh, which is presumed to be that octopi's offspring, is assisting by fondling the woman's mouth and left nipple. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I mean, that's, the, that's a direct quote from Wiki. Word for word, baby. Yep. And the text in the image um, expresses the mutual sexual pleasure from both the ama and the octopi and this was published in uh kinoe no komatsu which i don't know what that translates to i forgot to get a translation for that but that was just three I, i'm pretty sure it was just like um erotic works like were pub- like that's like a collection of erotic works um and there were three volumes of it in 1814 and this was i believe in the second one takotoama i'm i'm not 100% but there's a whole wikipedia page dedicated to this um which is where i found it which was very interesting mm-hmm. um and then here's a quick trigger warning for um rape is just i would skip ahead another um like minute or so so the earliest animated form of technical rape was the 1985 hentai ova dream hunter rem but the scene was like taken out when the ova was released in a non-hentai form um, and then the first entirely non-hentai anime uh, that portrayed a technical rape would be the 1986 OVA Giver, Out of Control, where a female Kronos soldier named Valkyria is enshrouded by the second damaged Giver unit that then surrounds her in tentacle form and penetrates all orifices. And I was like, and that's not a hentai? <laughs> that's not a hentai. Right? I was like, what? Um, um, yeah, I mean... To be totally honest, like, it's definitely weird because, like, like, I mean, like, obviously we don't want to talk about it to avoid, like, triggering, but mm-hmm. it's just, like, it's, most, most of it is what I see is, like, in that kind of form. And, yes. like, yes. like, tentacle most rape. Most tentacle form so. has to be tentacle rape. Tentacle rape. Yep. Um, and then, even though uh, live-action tentacle porn, and specifically tentacle rape, is rarer, it actually first appeared in the West, um... And then it migrated back to Japan. However, I'm not going to go in depth in it because I don't want to talk any more about anything that could trigger somebody. So 
we're gonna leave it there but i just thought it was interesting that it appeared in the west first before coming back to japan yeah because like, you, you know, usually associate <laughs> usually associate it with like anime and right. stuff right and hentai so um the first quote-unquote fic that i have is actually a five-line poem that i found while searching like tentacle uh, monster tag mm-hmm. and i thought it was so funny so it's called confessions of a tentacle monster by miriam kenneth uh, K-E-N-N-E-A-T-H and the summary is one tentacle monster that doesn't like being typecast. I don't know why you think me a beast. Will the porn in your fix never cease? I am not a sex god. No, not this, pod. My friend, fucks are the things I want least. I just, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I just thought it was cute and funny. Um, that's it. That's the poem. I just thought it was adorable. So That I is really cute. It. Um, so the fic what the I fuck chose... are you making me read? <laughs> what the fuck are you making me read? Um, in my defense, this was one of the only ones I could find that did not include rape. So... <laughs> what the fuck are you making me read? Um, it is a Steve X Tony fic. What are you <laughs> making me read? It because it's not Stucky, obviously. Um, but I do. <laughs> I don't ship it either. It's just one of the fics I found. No, but I. It is just an explicit fic. We're not covering the porn. Don't worry. Okay. Um, the title is Rise of the Mo Moe Blob, a.k.a. Steve Gets Turned Into a Tentacle Monster. But it's okay. What? By what? Buddy Fication, B-U-N-N-Y-F-I-C-A-T-I-O-N. It is explicit on AO3, um, but we're not, obviously not covering the porn. What the it's, fuck? There's nothing about tentacle um, rape in it. It's all consensual. Yep. Um, that's kind of how I felt. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, no shame to this person. I'm happy you wrote what made you happy. But... And also to give some quick context, um, I think apparently in this, Steve and Tony have been on a couple dates but have not done anything official yet. And um, to, uh, The Steve... thing is, I'm fine with the ship. The ship is totally fine. I'm not against Why? the ship. <laughs> Are you not okay with Steve getting turned into a tentacle monster list? It's weird. <laughs> shame people if you, i just said if you like it it's cool but it, i don't <laughs> um yeah this is honestly... i like my soft and my sweet domestic college are you okay <laughs> you're very, very awesome when it comes to the porn you read um i'll leave it at that uh, and then other context is that apparently this happened because the young avengers were training and somehow uh like did this to steve Okay. Stan the Young Avengers, we love them. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm going to read for Tony because it says POV and you're going to read for our favorite tentacle monster, Steve. Oh, okay. <laughs> Steve, Tony called out. Are you okay? I, I'm he advanced... really going to fucking die. <laughs> he advanced slowly, avoiding the slippery trail on the floor. Leading over to the near edge of the pool. I fucking hate this! Alright, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> My brain is, like, having trouble processing this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'll be quiet. Steve, he asked again, worrying, worry making his voice sharper. I'm fine, Tony. Go away! A muffled voice answered this time, and Tony allowed a sigh of relief to escape him. I heard about what happened with the Young Avengers, he said instead. Sitting down on the edge of the pool, his feet hanging into the water. They're very sorry, especially Elijah. 
for thinking I was a monster and hitting me with his shield, Steve said, sounding so sulky, Tony was hard-pressed to keep a straight face. Yes, he replied. Look, Steve, we've called Strange, and Wanda is already looking into reversing the spell. Or it might even reverse on its own. It's magic, right? You'll be back to normal in no time. Sure, Tony, Steve said so mournfully, Tony's heart twisted for him. He tried to find another silver lining. And even like this, you're still useful in battle, right? The silence that answered almost had him wincing physically. Is the water okay? There shouldn't be any chlorine left, but... Steve needed to immerse himself in water regularly in this form, and he'd had a fairly bad reaction to the slight amounts of chlorine in the pool water earlier. I still can't fucking do this. Um, (laughs) sorry. This is just not what I pictured myself reading tonight. Yes, I figured as much. Tony, can you just go? Steve said in a terrible, wounded tone, and Tony could hear a sound as if he was shifting further away on the other side of the pool. Damn it! Steve, stop this, Tony burst out with. I get that this is difficult for you, but I... None of us really cares what you look like. Of course we're going to do everything we can to turn you back to normal. But if we can't, and you're stuck this way, then we'll be here for you, okay? A prickly sort of silence hung in the air between them for a moment before there was a splashing sound, followed by movement in the water, and then suddenly Steve was right in front of him, glaring at him with eyes that were still as blue as they'd ever been. His upper body was pretty much the same as well, except that it was a pale bluish-green color now. Below that, Steve's body had been transformed into a mass of tentacles, their color deepening from the blue-green of his torso to dark blue. Some of the limbs were thicker, about the width of his arms or legs, and tapering into a narrowed point, whereas others were much thinner, almost like flower filaments. Now, they coiled behind him, as if ready to strike, as Steve rose up out of the water until he was eye-to-eye with Tony, some of the larger tentacles slapping onto the edge of the pool on his sides. I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm sounding so mean, because I'm just like, because, like, it's, I'm it's not, not trying thing. to king shame anyone, but it's, it's just it's like, like... It's just not, it's just not, you know, your thing, and that's fine. It's really not my thing, and... It's definitely weird to, to, to read with it being something I love so much and I consume so much of. Mm-hmm. So it's just hard to read for me. I understand. It's something that squicks you out. It, yes, yes. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. So it's like... And that's fair. We all have our squicks. It's rough. I don't mind, usually mind these kind of fics, but I don't... I don't know. Okay. It's your line. Okay. Now. Okay. Tony, I have tentacles! Steve snapped, scowling at Tony and waving them around. Yes, I noticed, Tony managed to say, blinking at him, slightly dazed by the sudden appearance of all the... Steve? Steve seemed to mistake it as fear, because his eyes blinded with horror, and some hurt working in there too. And he drew back from Tony, sinking down into the water and swimming away before Tony even had time to catch his breath. Steve! He shouted after him, but to no avail. But this was about enough, Tony decided. He got to his feet and marched along the side of the pool to the other side, where Steve apparently liked to hide, and where the giant inflatable mattress he currently slept on was. Steve, I'm coming there now, and you won't shut me out, damn it! Tony told him, trying to remember what Steve's command voice sounded like and mimic it to his best ability. Tony hesitated a moment and then laid his hand on them. Oh, I forgot. Okay, I I cut them out. I was like, wait, what? Why are they... Okay, so um, I cut them out, but basically they meet again, and they're talking about how, like, they're not together because, like, they'd only been a couple of dates, and, like, Steve misinterpreted mm-hmm. it or something. And so they're like, no, everything's fine. And then, then uh-huh. um, 
they're like about there's talking okay okay tony hesitated a moment and then laid his hand on them they felt wet and a bit slimy but that wasn't so bad for a crazy moment he wondered what they would taste like and then ushered the thought away quickly now is not the time to think about looking any of steve's dot 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 appendages not even if he considered <laughs> it before even if Steve, Steve seemed to like spending time with him, and they sometimes went on what Tony had thought might be dates, had hoped, except he asked Steve about it, and he made it clear nothing of the sort had occurred to him, so that was that. But, so Tony tried not to think about licking him, or other things one didn't do with best friends. But Steve was still his best friend, so Tony would be damned if he left him to sulk alone in a dark room just because he was suddenly blue and tentacly. They were superheroes, after all. He petted the tentacles in front of them, in front of him, and they twitched a little. Stop that, Steve said, but his voice sounded kind of choked, and that just made Tony more determined to get through and dot 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 something. <laughs> he made oh a fist goodness. and tapped the wall of tentacles with it softly. Hello, is Steve Rogers at home? He asked, and Steve laughed a little, still in that same slightly choked voice. Just, would a hug be okay, Steve? For a moment, he just stood there, waiting in silence. Then the tentacles shifted away, hesitantly at first, and then faster, and then he found himself hugged like he'd never been before, his clothes instantly drenched, which might have been unpleasant if Steve wasn't radiating warmth wherever he touched Tony. Oof, Tony said as he lost most of his air, but that didn't stop him from wrapping his arms around Steve's torso, his naked, wet torso that probably felt just Ooh. like it would have at any other time. Dot dot dot. Not thinking about that. Best friend thoughts only. I love that. Best friend thoughts only. <laughs> Steve loosened up. Best friend thoughts only. Just enough that Tony was no longer worried about his air supply, but he didn't let go. And it wasn't just his arms around Tony either. It was what had to be at least half of his other appendages. They were curled around Tony's whole upper body, from the back of his head to his upper thighs, and whoa, Steve must not have realized some of his tentacles were on Tony's ass. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> not his fault, of course. It was an emotional moment, and he didn't usually have so many limbs. It was just kind of hard to ignore when he was practically groping him, or would he, or what if he moved, which he was... Wait, let me... It was just kind of hard to ignore. He was practically groping him, or would if he moved, which he dot 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 was... One of those tentacles was definitely caressing his ass, while one of the narrow feelers had curled around his leg, brushing tantalizingly at his inner thigh through his pants. Tony Ooh. froze, not knowing how to react. Steve froze right afterwards, and then hurriedly, hurriedly tried to pull away, except Tony still had his arms around him. Mind of their own, huh? He tried to joke, and Steve's expression turned even more mortified. Sorry, he said. I'm just... dot dot dot. I'm sorry. Wait, do they really? Tony asked, frowning. That was actually a bit worrying. They'd already noticed the tentacles could react very fast, and they'd had an impressive strength besides. Now, if he started getting some foreign instincts as well... Tony, what are you thinking? Steve asked in a small voice. After Tony had explained, Steve looked down, his face flushing dark blue. He mumbled something unintelligible. What? Oh, is that is that yeah, mine? That's you. Okay. I said, it's not, it's not foreign or, um, new exactly. I just, the new limbs react without conscious thought sometimes. By the end of it, his face was almost the same color as his eyes, and then he looked up at Tony and paled. I'm, you can let me go, you know. Steve added as he worried Tony might have forgotten he had that option, which he sort of had. Steve took, oh, and then I, uh, cut some out where they, like, started kissing and like you know how to make up talk and they're like oh no everything's fine 
Steve took a deep breath and then he wrapped his arms back around Tony and smiled. It was a soft smile and he's so fond Tony's breath caught a little. Steve, he managed to say between kisses, I think mm, I should maybe get my clothes off. <laughs> Ooh. And that is where I decided to cut it because that goes into yeah. the porn. Yes. But yeah, what did you think, Liz? Of the specific fic or tentacle fics in general? Let's say both. Um, I am not, I'm actually not an anti-stony shipper. I get it. I think it can mm-hmm. be cute sometimes. I, um, I guess for me more when I read tentacle fics, I'm more kind of like omnipotent being you don't really see. They kind of just come off from the side. I'm not really into, like, a person being, like, a tentacle monster per se. Does that mm. make sense? Yes, that's totally valid. It it kind of just personally really skeeves me out. And so when someone does it with, like, something I really, really like and I'm really, really attached to, it personally skeeves me out. And so I'm not the person who's going to go on their shit and be like, you ruined the fandom for me, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. Like, I just personally would, like, stay far away from it and just not interact. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it was a little rough for me to get through. But uh, definitely, at po- I-, I-, I enjoyed myself at points. I think they had some very funny and cute moments in it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, as for me, I definitely, like, not to expose myself on the public internet, but I would definitely keep reading tentacle fics and consuming tentacle porn. Um, that's something I've always been interested in since I was younger. Like, I don't know, something that just appeals no, to No, same. Me, it's so. just for me, I'm, I'm exposing myself too. Same, but, like, more for, like, the off, like, they randomly come in. They're not, like, one. You don't really see the being. You know? Yeah, like where it's just the tentacles. Yeah. Yes, no, I definitely agree, but I, I'm not the type to read a fic like this where, like, a character is turned into a tentacle monster. Like, it just, it kind of makes me uncomfortable, but Same. if it's, like, a character <laughs> with a random tentacle monster thing, mass of tentacles, I'm okay with that. I enjoy that. Yeah, 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 Exactly. Anything else to add, or are we uh, gonna wrap no, up? I think we can get into social media. What's your social yes. media, guys? My social media is flighty the nerd. That's all one word. You can find me on Twitch, Twitter, TikTok, and uh, Instagram. Um, I'm currently not streaming until next week while I wait for um, some my foam soundproofing panels to come in so that I stop waking my boyfriend's parents up. But I'll be back to it next week. What about you, Liz? Uh, you can find me at Lazily Liz on um, social media platforms like Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Twitch. I stream Sunday nights, Monday nights, and Thursday nights, and sometimes Saturdays. You can join my Discord to find out more about timings and any schedule changes in my TikTok bio. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anything else? Oh, the show social medias. That would be yes. good too, Liz. What are they? Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Trope Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Trope Podcast or their Trope Battle for Dominance. If you need to email us for any reason, you can email us at tropedominance at gmail dot com. Yeah. Oh, and then other thing, <laughs> please, it would mean the world to us if you guys could either give us a follow on Spotify or on iTunes and on iTunes mm-hmm. you can also rate and leave a review Phew. Um, it'd be really helpful to us to see our analytics and then one quick thing I want to add um, 
spot our Spotify analytics are telling us that we have some under 18 listeners. Um, we understand that minors consume explicit content, but we just we just want to remind you that we, we don't endorse that. Yeah. Um, and we are an 18 plus show, so yes. just a reminder. Thank yes. you. Yes, and that he can't stop you from listening if that's what you enjoy. But please do not review us or communicate to us if you are under 18. That makes us wildly uncomfortable. Yeah. And you so, will yeah. understand when you are over the age of 18, too. Age 18? <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah. We yes. can't stop you from consuming, but... And then our other quick little thing. Quick shout out to our friends now in Australia and Israel who are listening to Fuck us. Yeah. That is really cool. We have, I think, four countries um, on our listeners, which is really neat, and a whole bunch of states within America. So, yeah, yeah it's really fun um, that you guys are all listening. All right. That's it for now. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye.